to The Register, an e-commerce podcast presented by Sumo Heavy. This is episode 002. I'm your host, John Suter. Our guest today is Ben Corrin. Ben is the founder and CEO of Framology.com. Framology is an online seller of handcrafted picture frames. Framology combines technology with a fine art quality printing process and handcrafted frames to produce the finest photo products available. Users can upload and edit their photos that get printed and shipped with the frames of their choice. And the frames are high quality. No cheap dollar store frames here, no sir. I talk with Ben about the origins of Framology. We also discuss the benefits of working with family and his discoveries of finding his true client base through user testing and what's next for Framology. Full disclosure, Sumo Heavy is a technology partner of Framology.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy my interview with Ben Corrin. Welcome to the show, Ben. Great to have you here as our second guest. Thanks, John. Great to be here. All right, so let's jump into it. Um, ben, why don't you give us the 30-second elevator pitch about Framology and how you got into selling frames online? Sure. Um, so Framology is a website that allows you to upload your photo and select one of many very beautiful frames, and we deliver it to you uh, frames printed in beautiful packaging in about a week um, or under. Basically, the problem that we were trying to solve for in the beginning, my, my family has been in the frame business forever. And online, we found that really photo products, um, if you're going to do something with a photo, it's because that photo is really special. Um, but all of the other sites out there had cheap feeling, poorly branded products that didn't, in my opinion, um, and then it seems like most of our customers' opinion didn't do justice to what they were trying to accomplish, either, you know, um, preserving in a very important memory of theirs or giving that as a gift that is supposed to impress. Uh, so um, leveraging my family's experience in framing, we put together this site that has two really main differentiating features. The first is ease of use. We've made it extremely uh, easy to do everything um, with, our, our, with help from our, our, our friends at Sumo. Uh, they played a big part in that. And second really is the quality of the, uh, the ultimate, of the end product. We believe it's a level above and beyond everybody else in the industry. Wow, that's pretty interesting. So let me ask you, um, I understand this is a family business. Can you get into a little bit more about that, about the dynamics? Yeah, so I co-founded the company with my father. My father owns a high-end picture frame store on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. He's been doing that for over 30 years now. Uh, So when I grew up, I would, on breaks from school, like, summer um, and during Christmas break, I would always work in my dad's store and I would, you know, it was on Madison Avenue um, and all these like very cool famous people would walk in like Bruce Springsteen and Michael Jackson would be wearing some bizarre mask. And I as like some kid would sell frames to these people. Um, So it was never anything I ever thought I would go into, but I uh, was working in technology investment banking and I wanted to buy a framed photo for my girlfriend for Valentine's Day. And I went online, I, I, I obviously knew where to buy a frame, but being a millennial, the idea of having to print it out myself and then get a frame, even though I knew exactly where to get it, uh, was just too much for me. So I went online, I was like, I'm gonna buy something online. And I was just shocked at how nothing was at the level of quality. Like nothing was nice, you know, I wanted to impress her and there was nothing that would have impressed her. So I started thinking about my dad's business products. He sold and thought, you know, really we could do something um, above and beyond better. Uh, And that's kind of how it all started. 
That's pretty cool. So you saw a problem and you solved it, which is your, you know, the typical way of, of starting a su successful business. Um, so now that you're into it, you've built the site, uh, what makes Framology different from the other retailers besides, you know, I guess, I guess the, the major differentiator would be the customization. What else? Yeah, ease of use. Um, and then again, the, the quality of the product. So a lot of the other people um, online sell very, very low end uh, frames. The prints are pretty bad quality. Um, and that's kind of like the standard before we arrived. Uh, we have, ha we have um, very, very long standing relationships with suppliers that allow us to offer a much higher quality product at a better price. Uh, and then recently there have been a bunch of people that have come online that do custom framing um, where you'll send them um, a piece of artwork uh, that they'll then custom frame for you. And they have lowered the price point on custom framing, but still, um, you know, if you're doing photos, which is what we specifically focus on, um, you can custom print a photo to fit a pre-made frame. And what that allows us to do is uh, offer it at a much better price, one, and then two, have a much higher quality product because instead of spending money on, uh, you know, somebody custom building every single frame, which costs a lot of money, our frames are built in factories, generally by people that have, it's a lot of family run businesses, most of them in the United States, and they do it in a more industrial process because it's standardized. Um, so, so where you gain is either in a better price or often we have materials like sterling silver and, you know, gold plated stuff like that, um, which comes out to a similar price point as some of the custom stuff, but you're obviously getting, you know, gold or silver, right. uh, which a lot of people like. And how about the photo? I, the, the thing that interests me is, you know, I do a lot of photography. So if I come in to your site and I have a, a, a weird photo and I, you know, would I be able to crop a piece of a photo out and just use that? And would the, the resolution still retain or, or yep. what's, what's behind that? Like, so we control for resolution on the site. Uh, it's super easy. You can just drag the photo within the frame to crop it. Um, and if your photo is too low resolution, we'll, we'll notify you. Uh, and obviously, if you hit us up on customer service, we can help you figure all out. Right. So, so it'll flag it if I just pull like a, you know, I accidentally upload a, a lower resolution photo, it'll flag it and tell me that, hey, this isn't good enough. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the tweaks we made is we used to just not allow it if it was really low resolution, but we found that some people just, you know, they had something that they only had a really low resolution photo of. So we shifted recently to just flagging it and allowing you to go forward if you want, but we definitely notify you. Right. So in other words, I only have this fuzzy photo of my father. Please let me print this. Yeah, yeah. but it's the only one. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it being fuzzy. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, you said your father started the business. Is that, is that business still intact? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's on uh, 72nd in Lexington. What's that called? I don't think you mentioned the name. It's called framed on Madison. Cause it was originally on Madison Avenue in 65th, but it moved over. He retained the name. Um, yeah, still, still there going strong. Gotcha. I love the name. So how did he feel about you starting an online frame business? Does he look at you as a competitor or is it just all in the family and everything's kumbaya? Um, you know, I guess in a way I am totally a competitor. Um, I, I, yeah, we are 100% a competitor to Framed on Madison, uh, but he owns a big part of the company. So, oh, so, that, so that mitigates the, they're separate companies. He's like I said, you know, a partner and co-founder um, of Framology. 
So gotcha. So there wasn't really a transition from the bricks and mortar to the to the online. It's a separate business, and because your father is invested, then you don't have uncomfortable Thanksgivings. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's dive in a little bit more about technology. Um, what platform is the site currently on? It's on Magento. Community edition. It's community edition. Okay. Um, what's your biggest challenge so far in running the site? Hey, it's a startup. So um, there have been many challenges at different parts of the evolution of the business. Um, you know, in the very beginning, it was getting the user experience right. We did a ton of iteration. Um, so that was that was one of the early challenges kind of getting the, the back-end operation running smoothly, that, and, you know, b- increasing the speed of how we were, you know, getting orders out. Um, that was a challenge, uh, of course. And now we're really focusing on, you know, we've, we've got the business humming along now. It's focusing on really automating a lot of those processes and getting more efficient and continuing to grow. So when you're talking about the challenges when you're first building a site, if we can take a step back. Yeah. Um, you were talking about user experience. Were you doing A-B testing or were you doing any, any user testing that, that uh, really gave you some feedback as to what you were doing right and what you were doing wrong? Yeah, we didn't do A-B testing, but we did do a ton of user testing. We did a, a very in-depth project um, about, let me think, about a year ago. Uh, after our first, you know, we launched a, about a year and a half ago. It was like at the end of the summer of 2015. And then right away, we went to the holiday season. So with our business, um, basically, you know, the entire year is made in Q4. Um, that's, that's industry-wide, you know. Um, so we went through our first Christmas. We had this explosion in, in demand. We were scrambling to get everything, everything out. And then we had this great opportunity afterwards where we had some significant volume to analyze what went well and what went not so well. Um, so we did... This, uh, we had a consultant um, who was specialized in UX do a series of interviews and user testing of um, different prototypes of, that involved shifting certain things on the site. We interviewed like I don't know, 15 people, both current customers and potential customers who hadn't bought from us yet. Um, we did the whole user profiling and, uh, and that really informed um, a tremendous amount of decisions. It informed not just the uh, front end of the site, which we made a significant number of changes, but it also informed our product selection. We ended up shifting significantly based on our new understanding of who our customers were, uh, the the actual products we had on the site and price points and all of those things. So well, that's, re- that's really interesting. Um, and I, I think a lot of e-commerce re- retailers don't put the effort into doing that kind of testing. Um, the testing itself, did, was that online or did you, did, was it all in-person testing? We, we did that in person. Um, we actually did some through that site user testing, but we found the in-person uh, was way better because it allows you to follow up on questions. Sure, and you were able to interview the people live. So yeah. I guess you could say that was money well spent. This is, this is maybe an interesting point for, for some of your, your listeners out there. But when we launched, we had, this image in our head, it was really an assumption, um, but we, we, did, we didn't question it, but we thought, hey, we're going to essentially put Framed on Madison online and reach, uh, my father's you know, customers tend to be older and pretty wealthy because it's on the Upper East Side. So we're like, okay, we're going to be a premium site 
for people who, you know, want to spend $150 on a beautiful sterling silver frame from Italy. Um, and, and that was kind of how we went into it. What we found out was that by far our best customers are millennials, which, you know, that, that, was, a, that was a pretty amazing realization. Um, and that, that obviously informed a lot of the changes. Was, was there a disconnect from Framed on Madison versus uh, Framology, I guess is what you're, it was basically what you're saying is that the millennial audience, which is your target, didn't connect with Framed on Madison? No, what, what, it was the opposite. The, the, uh, we, we thought we were going to be selling to older people and ah, gotcha. older people didn't come. Ah. They didn't come to the website. And really the main reason is that uh, most of the people on the internet searching for you know, our products were, were younger. Right. So you, so you thought you had the niche audience, i.e. the older wealthy crowd, when in fact it was quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was solving my own problem, right? And I'm a millennial. But somehow we thought, okay, we're solving the problem of my father's generation. Right. But it turns out we were just really solving a problem that our generation had. And you, and you discovered that through, I guess what you're saying is you basically discovered that through user testing, correct? Yeah, yeah. We put it out there, we got feedback, and then we did a really, really in-depth user testing project. Um, and, and those were the conclusions we came to. We made a whole bunch of uh, tweaks based on those conclusions and the business has like not stopped growing um, since then. I mean, it, it never stopped growing, but like definitely an increase in, in everything, in the pace of everything. Wow. So without divulging exactly how much it costs, I mean, w w would you say that it's, I mean, obviously it was money well spent, but um, at what point do you think a, an e-commerce store owner should do something like this? Uh, from the very beginning. I wish we'd done it in the beginning. At least some form of it, right? Start, it, it was for me as a, as a first time founder, um, it was a, an education that I had to have um, that I guess real life thrust me into. But I wish I had known beforehand that number one thing is like really go out there and talk to people. Like as that should be your number one priority in the very beginning. Right, right. That's super interesting. Um, all right. So actually I was going to ask you, how, how are your sales? Can you d divulge anything about that? Yeah, we don't divulge actual, um, we don't, we don't divulge numbers, private company, um, like, you know, actual sales numbers, but um, our growth right now is like, I mean, last month, if you kind of smooth out holidays, because holidays are obviously huge, but like we're growing like 30% a month. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's really great. So where, where are your customers coming from? How are you doing customer acquisition? Uh, it is um, mostly search. Um, and then we see a fair amount of word of mouth as well. Great. Uh, it's word of mouth, uh, via what through we see. So a lot of this conclusion is anecdotally. We see people with the same last names or people that actually receive it as gifts then making purchases afterwards. Um, ah, so your customers of... are acquiring customers for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you've got about 50% of, of, the purchases on our site are gifts. So that's like a one X, you know, like one customer will, will at least let one other person know about us um, on those purchases. But we see, you know, a ton of new customers coming in direct and then you can kind of figure, you know, it's not, it's not hundred percent scientific, that conclusion, sure. but we feel comfortable that that's where it's coming from. 
So you said you're doing some search marketing. Are you just uh, paid ads through Google or how are yep. you doing it? Yep. We, uh, we're doing SEO and, and PPC. And that's all right now? Uh, yeah, we've, we've done some Facebook stuff around, you know, more of the gift giving holidays. Um, but we find what really, really works well for us is, is the PPC stuff. Right. So even above like a targeted niche Facebook campaign? Yeah. Um, I mean, we have done those. We have done those, but we still find that PPC works by far and away the best. Awesome. Uh, so what's next for Framology? Man, uh, not taking off the, not taking the foot off the gas pedal of growth. Um, we are actually, we've been getting in recently into some more B2B type work, framing stuff for other people and kind of providing them, you know, being a backend, um, to uh, a number of people that actually frame like diplomas, like schools, um, which has been a really interesting niche because for them, it, it makes total sense because not only does it make their alumni proud, but it's, it's the most genuine type of marketing for, you know, a school possible. It's, it's, you know, in somebody's house, right? Um, somebody that's proud of what they did. So, so that's been something that we've actually been getting a ton of, of interest in recently. And uh, we're building some other stuff that's going to be really interesting on the, on the B2B front, kind of powering framing for other people. Well, that's really great for you guys that you're building a, almost a separate revenue stream through your, through just, you know, licensing or whatever. I mean, do you do like affiliate marketing or anything there? Is that something you're, you're thinking about getting into? Yeah, we've done some of that as well. It's great because, uh, you know, obviously you don't want to just have that one revenue stream. It's, it's good to have a couple other uh, tributaries there. All right, here's an easy question. What's the first thing you've ever bought online? A book. It's probably pretty boring. <laughs> what book was that? Uh, I don't remember. What, uh, was, it, was it from a site that starts with an A? Or was yeah, it, it was from a site that starts with an A, and I think <laughs> it was fiction. All right, so Boring Ben bought a fiction book on Amazon.com as his first online purchase. Yeah. Does, uh, right. does Columbia Music Club count as online? I guess that was like that. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that old. Now I'm dating myself. Yeah, seriously. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Ben, how can people reach you? Uh, best way is email, ben at framology.com. Awesome. Uh, ben, thanks for being with us. Uh, it's been great talking to you. Uh, and everyone go out there and buy some frames. Yes, please. Well, that's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe or follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever method you use to get your podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor. Give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out and allows others to discover the show. The show is hosted and produced by me, John Suter, and presented by Sumo Heavy. Sumo Heavy is a digital commerce and consulting firm located in New York and Philadelphia. Find us online at sumoheavy.com or on Twitter or Facebook at Sumo Heavy. Thanks for joining us and see you next week. Peace.